2: Albert Lewis has done exactly that. Oh, what a finish! That's what he can do. Albert Lewis ball in, chance for Rooney.
1: He's back in the blue jersey.
2: It has become a heavy debate, according to architect Dan mice We're of course. Talking about the capacity of Everton's proposed new stadium at Bramley Moor Dock. Very much welcome to the latest edition of the Royal Blue podcast in association with Sport Pacer. I'm Everton reporter Phil Kerbride. I'm today joined by Adam Jones and Gavin Buckland. And we'll be discussing Dan Mice's comments last night. He took to Twitter to try and address some of the issues and the thorny issue of capacity with some supporters ahead of the uh, workshops he will be holding next month at Goodison. And also, we'll be discussing some of the uh, results of the survey, which were revealed by the football club this week, which were based on the eleven key principles they put out in January. Um, let's just talk generally. Uh, Gav, we can start with you. Just talk generally, and, and we'll come on to the specifics yeah, of yeah. what Dan said. Um, how did you, what did you feel the message Dan was trying to get across, or do you think you know? You, 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 what, did you welcome his input at this stage again?
1: Um, well, that's a great one to start off with. In of, well, I welcome his input, full stop, because he's a major player and all this, isn't it? So I think anything that he, he gives in terms of views and communication has to be welcomed. In terms of what he was saying, um, obviously, con- cognizance of some of that was based on what pe- feedback that people are giving him. But there was one thing he said, is, uh, which I think was quite something I agreed with, was that Everton's stadium capacity should be geared t- to Everton and not the size of any other club stadium. Yeah. And where Everton are and. You know the size of the club or whatever so we shouldn't be sort of saying look they've got a 60,000 seat stadium let's have one ourselves it has, it has to be around what we yeah. are as a club yeah. and that's that's the thing I, I took from what he was saying and I totally totally agree with that mm-hmm. Adam
2: again you know we, we, we turned around his, t- his tweets this morning put him into a story did you think that Dan again we're going to specifics do you think he was on the right
0: track what he was saying or uh, I do. I do think so. Yeah, I, I think if I, if anyone's got a right to speak about issues like this, I think it's I think it's Dan Mice. You know, the man who's going to be entrusted to design mm-hmm. actually this stadium. And I think it's it's it is very right that we shouldn't be looking at any other clubs when we're focusing on what's right for And yep. I completely I completely agree with that. Look, you, like, you you have a lot of fans. Like you mentioned, the likes of Arsenal, West Ham, Tottenham, all London-based clubs. Who've moved stadium like we we're just not gonna have the same kind of factors that those that those clubs have had when they've moved stadium, and I, and I do think like there's a there seems to be a bit of a worry that if we settle for anything less than a sixty thousand seater stadium, that's us saying that we're not as big a club as the likes of Spurs or West Ham who have moved into a sixty thousand seater, and it's just it's not the case like capacity is a factor, but it, I think Dan Mice was referring to it's just a small factor in what he's trying to create at Everton. Like, I think we need we need to make this stadium a standout player in the Premier League, whatever whatever size I, it holds. Yeah, and I think it's probably worth uh, mentioning at this point that I think a lot of the uh,
2: heavy debate, as Dan calls it, has been has been building for the best part of a week now since uh, Robert Elson the chief executive, was was quoted at a uh, downtown business meeting um, last Friday morning, in which. He he was discussing in comparison to some other football clubs, the jump from Goodison to Bramley Moor wouldn't be a massive increment. Now, obviously, I think a concern, a level of concern, had grown within supporters that that quote of massive increment was signifying that Everton were not going to make a huge jump from 39 uh, to whatever Bramley Moor would yeah. be. I think it was perhaps more to do with a comparison, which which we've mentioned. But um, Gav, in terms of of, of, of what Dan Meiser said, one of the quotes he said was this won't be limited by lack of ambition, nor driven by envy.
1: Yeah, 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 I get that. I mean, but I would say in all this, I think every supporter's got a right like to give a view on what they think the capacity Absolutely, is. Yeah. And I think, and it is it is an emotive thing, isn't it? You know, that, and, and quite highly supporters view Everton as a big club themselves, and, and want something, to see what other clubs have got, you know, but, you know, a mile away from Goodison Park or whatever Anfield is, and say, so, you know, we want to be like that, so fully support that. But let's talk about like the certain constraints around around that. Um, Yeah, I think I think he's right, right. Um, and I think it's just a very it's peculiar one for me. This in that I think that ambition is to me. You know, we are showing our ambition by the fact that we're just moving. Mm -hmm. That's just you know that we want you know does not I think. I think I looked in the twenty-first century. How many clubs have actually built their own ground in the twenty-first century in the Premier League? So Arsenal and Spurs. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on building, not moving to like yes. a, a, a sort of ready-made stadium like Man City and West Ham hmm. have then done. It's so, the stadium of life this century. Was, no, that was last. Was that was it, 1997. Yeah. So, so there's only been two clubs who've moved, and and Tottenham still have moved. yet have they you know. So it's a massive statement of ambition just by moving to a, a new ground. Yeah. Mm. To be honest with you, yeah, you know, there's, there's not to me, there's not much difference in ambition to moving from Goodison to a ground on the River Mersey and having the fifty thousand seats of stadium, than moving from Goodison to a ground on the Mersey and having sixty thousand seats. Of the, 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 it's it's a marginal, in the great, great scheme of things, it's a marginal, thing, you but, know, and, and that that's that's it for me. is yeah. like the, 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 saying that having fifty is no ambition and sixty is is not not really point, it, it's the bigger picture of actually moving the ground well
2: on the flip side I can you can you appreciate the concerns the supporters you' maybe argue that this is the once in a generation opportunity so if <clears throat> we can do it we have to do it properly and doing it properly means building it as big and as grand as we possibly can justify
0: I, th- I think that's why it's such an interesting debate I, I can I can see both both sides of the coin I can see what I think maybe Dan was trying to refer to that the Maybe stadium capacity isn't the biggest factor, but I can also see that you know we have got a, we have got a massive fan base, especially in Liverpool. We've got a massive season ticket waiting list. We like we will be able to fill like a fifty-five, sixty thousand seats a stadium. It's just the weather, whether whether the pricing structure would be right. There like there's so many business factors that. I can't, I can't even begin to uh, wrap, wrap my head around probably, but
2: Yeah, probably worth saying at that point that the club have made clear in the key principles that they maintain or want to retain their um, fair ticket and pricing policy and then yeah. the fact that what they've been doing in Goodison to try and get full houses, that's something that they're sort of committed to doing in a new ground. But that's just. I just want to, um, obviously the standout line from the results of the survey was that 99% of, of respondents, of which there was nearly 10000 So 99% of those respondents agreed that they wanted to see a stadium of 50,000 or more. Now, Mm -hmm. obviously, the question would be, and whether this would come out in the analysis and Dan Mice's workshops in April, what percentage of
1: the 99%
2: Gav actually don't want 50, but actually want 60? Oh yeah,
1: I would imagine quite a few based on, I mean, sometimes social media's not necessarily the best, you know, judge of like the wider fan base, you know, but judging by what you see on the internet, a lot of people want 60 um, there's, there's a couple of issues I think that play in there, and, and one is what Adams saying about the, you know, what our fan base is, and, and comparing it, to, you know, <laughs> comparing it to, to say Tottenham and Arsenal, who have a far bit bigger fan base than what we have. Seriously, when you look at their, they see you know, Tottenham have got forty thousand season ticket holders and sixty thousand on their waiting list. So that's 100,000 people who. But like sort of made the commitment to, would like to, to go into Tottenham. So like the sixty thousand seat stadium for them is pretty much a safe, safe bet, isn't it? Really, mm-hmm. we, we can fairly guarantee that we fill it on that that basis. Everton, and that, that's why they built a new stadium, full stuff. And that's why Arsenal built a stadium in two thousand and three. Wherever Arsenal had like sort of twenty five thousand seats and ticket holders are hybrid. 20,000 on a waiting list, 25,000 on the waiting list, 25, the wait list and 25,000 people who were on like a match day waiting list. So they had like 70,000, 80,000 then uh, uh. To, 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 who wanted to watch, watch Arsenal. So yeah. 60,000, both them clubs make sense. And Arsenal and Phil Wembley at 70,000 a few years before. So their reasons for moving ground is because they knew they had a massive supporter base that would comfortably fill it. With us, it's a slightly different equation in that I take on board that there's you know probably people who are put off by Goodson's receptive views and stuff like that I think we've got 35 is a 30-35 thousand season ticker holders and mm-hmm. 10,000 maybe on the in list mm-hmm. so we call it mm-hmm. just over 40 40 to 45 thousand people who want to see heaven. guaranteed almost, yeah, yeah. One of yeah. yeah. compared to Arsenal's 80 or 90 when they moved to moved from hybrid and Tottenham's 100,000 so for us to have a stadium the same size as them we've got it find 10 fifteen thousand people from from somewhere and what my question is 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 the is that is, is that a big risk you know wouldn't you if you build an asset you want to guarantee it to use it all the time don't mm. you as part of investment are we risking ourselves by building a 60 by not being able to guarantee that being fill out every week on what we know at the moment do, do we have to sorry
2: do we have to take do the club have to take some degree of a leap of faith in this mm-hmm. do they have to push themselves mm-hmm. to try and generate because if because if yeah. they build if the football club go right we've gone for 60 I stand up the club to, to find a way of filling it and maybe does that show of ambition for want of a better phrase does that statement if you like
0: draw people in draw the casual fan in mm. but, I, th- I think it is just a leap of faith in general in the same in the same way as moving to a new stadium is ambition in yeah. I think the, the new stadium is a leap of faith personified forever. Yeah. We've never, we haven't, we haven't done this since eighteen ninety two. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like, no, nobody knows how this is going to turn out. And like you're quite right, as you say, there's no, there isn't the actual figures there to suggest that Everton can definitely guarantee it. Yeah. So it it, it will be a little bit of a leap of faith. But when was the last time Goodison wasn't sold out? For a for a Premier League game. yeah,
1: yeah, I I can't, I can't remember that. But it's one thing selling out to forty thousand. It's another thing selling, yeah. selling out to sixty thousand. My, my analogy is is if we'd moved to the King's Dock in two thousand and three, mm. it was fifty five thousand seat. I think it was fifty fifty five thousand. Yeah. Then in the years that followed, our average Premier League attendance was about thirty five to forty thousand. we didn't fill good Park during that days that followed and you couldn't fill a forty. So my question, okay, like, question it's, that it's a boost, it's a diff- to yeah, it's it it? yeah. But over the long it's you got a lot and you get woke up, don't get me wrong, you will get like that sort of like build that maybe we come in a couple of years. But stadiums are there to last a lifetime. And what my concern is is and Robert made that, that thing about future proofing, didn't he, that, that phrase, and is like there's, there's lots of things in the game that will change over the next ten years that we need to be cognizant of. Like Every game will be on live at some point. That's that's the way the telly is going at the moment. And that changes, you know, we see what's happened in Italy and Spain, that changes the dynamic of you buying a season ticket then. Um, so there's that aspect. We don't even know whether the Premier League in its current format will, will exist, uh, and, you know, going forward. you know, you know the, and, So there's lots of, lots of you know, the younger people coming for Will the younger people... Wanna to go to the game in the future, you know? I think that's home. where the
0: other bits of the new stadium come in, you yeah. know, like the, the museum yeah, aspect, yeah. you know, yeah, like, like, you can you can make it a whole the, event to get yeah, to go yeah, to yeah, good, like the, the, the new yeah, the new ground. Yeah, like one yeah. of the
2: key principles Evan have said on that is obviously the determination to make it the most technologically friendly, you know, space age, if you like, mm. stadium out there yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And so that kind of ties into what you're saying, is Yeah, absolutely. It's making an event thing of itself,
1: and I get that. It's just that. If I had a half a billion pound, you know, in my back pocket and stuff. on, you, do you not, no, 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 no. no. no, no, no. Don't it, pay it me today. enough for the pocket. Why are you leaving? Would, <laughs> would, would, would I want to, compared to Arsenal and Spares, would I want to phrase a leap of faith involved in that investment? I would want, like, the Arsenal and Spares model, where it's absolutely 100% guaranteed that now, and for the foreseeable for future, I will fill out that stadium to, you know, guarantee that investment. Yeah. The, the uncomfortable thing I have with Evan, even a fifty at the moment is based on the numbers of people who are committed to go to watch watch us. Is that that's not there for me at a at a sixty thousand, and is pushing it for a fifty. And you want you want you want it to be guaranteed that your asset's are going to be used all the time. And we, even after the fact that we will probably attract other people, 60 k is a massive. Massive, massive difference from 40. You know, it's 50% greater. Okay, you used
2: two examples of Arsenal and Spurs there. In Everton's situation, how much of a factor is the quality and the type of football that Everton are playing at the time of going into the new stadium or the time of the decision
1: made on capacity, sorry, rather? Good, good point. I mean, both Arsenal, moved it. Both Arsenal and Spurs moved moved at a time when they were both playing great football, weren't they? You know, Arsenal, too... Mid two thousands on the Wenger spares on the Potticino, so that certainly does help. Um, you know, in terms of your, you know, your initial sort of take up, and th- this was one of the Macheri things, wasn't it? When he when he joined us having that. We've got a window between we now the and uh, yeah. between now when the stadium's built to really kick on. So when the sta- we move moves to a new stadium, we can see that. You know, the team as part of like selling the stadium, as it were. The, the, the problem is we've got at the moment is. <laughs> We're a little bit off that, aren't we? Somewhat, you know, yeah, yes. yeah, and yeah. Um, that 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 is a concern. Yeah. Um, and even you know, man, if you have a look at Man City, Man City is a curious one is that they moved to they a different deal, Man City. So, of I'm course. not going to talk about the investment, they filled their stadium 47,000 for the first two seasons at the City of Manchester Stadium, or whatever it was called, then like, you know, in the third season, they dropped seven, they dropped seven thousand a game, so they only getting they were having seven thousand empty seats. And once that like sort of going going to the going to the ground and like, you know, that initial thriller going had, had disappeared, they sort of reverted back to their you know, mm-hmm. you know, forty thousand <laughs> a game. And um that's a, i say that's a danger of what if you don't have success and, and that only started picking up again once you had the two thousand and eight investment. So
2: But it, I on the flip side to that, there's is it there's record numbers of season tickets there's a waiting list mm-hmm. so there's going to be evertonians come hail or shine whoever's in the dugout largely speaking they've got to mm-hmm. come and support their club on a match day mm-hmm. so does the type of football at
0: the timing of the decision on capacity actually not matter at all mm-hmm. I, f- I find it I find it hard to say that it, it doesn't it doesn't matter at all i think it's it's got to play some sort of part because at the at the end of the day if you just keep it, if you keep coming to Goodison and you keep, like, if you, like, say by the time we, we get to the new stadium, we're just playing some dull, drab, intermediate football every week. Like, th- there are going to be a few people who like are going to yeah. be disenfranchised, tran- but it, it is exactly as you say. We have got record amounts of season ticket holders. Like, the, you can't deny that. We've got big big waiting list to even get a season ticket now. Like, Goodison has been sold out for every match that I can remember this season. Yeah, there are, there is the demand there, even even just to go to Goodison, and I do and I do just think the the idea of moving to a, a stadium which is going to be better accessible, like right on the city's
1: waterfront, state of the art, it's it's going to be a massive. You want to go? But yeah, yeah, course, to but my yeah. point is is this, the, the 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 capacity. You know, the, the, it, there is, there's another bit of logic here, though, isn't it? That actually have we missed a trick? Is in terms of selling the new stadium to people and getting them used to going to the match is having like sort of 90 percent of goodness and season tickets actually sort of counterproductive in that by denying like people who want to go the match regularly access to a ticket uh, you know by the time you get a new stadium you have lots of people who have not been to the match for ages who you're suddenly yeah. trying to attract to go you know what i mean it was, it's interesting to arsenal and Tottenham did the same they both Ivory and White Hart Lane 38,000 could sell you know, 38,000 season tickets easily or whatever it is. What they deliberately did is they kept the number of season tickets down. Artificially? It's artificially, like, like to 25,000, 26,000, I think Spurs went up a little bit. So to give as many people an opportunity to go to the match at some point,
2: but does so, that
1: work in so, a city like London more than it does in a city like London purely well, well, based on size? Well know, I'll get up on board, but so, so they allow people to go to the match so when you went the new stadium the, those people used to at least go into a few matches a season for us I'm slightly worried about the fact that actually you know have we got the people to go to Goodison on that basis but I, I, I personally would have lowered the season ticket I know it's a great news story stuff so lowered the season ticket um, totals a little bit you know what, even if it means an increase in the waiting list to at least give people an opportunity to go to match who you want to attract to the new stadium but isn't in the, the future but isn't
2: the Premier League have, on the flip side of that playing Devils I have to get here isn't the Premier League and the visit of United City Liverpool Arsenal Chelsea you know there's, there's, there's plenty of reasons for the casual fan to go I'm going to go to Grosso this weekend
1: no no but that's yeah but that's it's, it's not about just, just, just getting as many people to enjoy the match they experience at Premier League level. You know, who's an Everton fan, and at the moment, by having like ninety percent of our ground as season ticket holders or something like that, I mean, I've got a waiting list as I'd said, and the ca- but we're stopping. In some respects, maybe the casual supporter from going, the type of casual supporter that we want to attract. But At not, the new ground, but, but my point is, will they not still be there? Because the Premier League is
2: bigger than it's ever been. Everybody watched it. It's on the telly every day. Yeah, yeah, I get mean. that. Yeah. So if so we'll if, be... if you're if you're Come now your local club, you've got a young kid. He's undecided who he wants to support. Yeah. He or she wants to support. Everton have just built a new ground we're going to get a ticket because they've gone 58,000, 59,000. Yeah. yeah, I can take it. Every other week but, we can yeah. go. We can't get into Anfield every week because it's full.
1: Well, yeah, there is that. There are, there are, well, that's something that maybe we need to take advantage of, isn't it, really? But, I get that, but we want 15,000, 20,000 of those people, don't you? And that's the thing. And what my point is, is I don't know where those people are at the moment. But, but, and but, the challenge, the challenge to the club, yeah. the challenge to the club if it's going to go with sixty, is, is to find those people and to give them an opportunity of going to the game in the interim. Yeah. And by by having such a high level of season ticket holders, which you know is income and it's a good news story and all that type of thing, we are denying the casual fan that opportunity of enjoying the match matchday experience with Everton. Going at the go moment. Going at. I'm a bit confused to be honest. Like, I,
0: I'm, I'm not. sure what you're trying to get it are you saying are you saying that the fans now put off going to goodison because they can't get a a ticket for a in summary are you saying
2: gab that because do you think there's a there's not enough opportunity at the minute at goodison because of high level season tickets there's not enough opportunity for a casual fan to go as and when they want to to get the experience i like coming and watching everton Yes. That when the new stadium is built they haven't had that taster if yeah, yeah, mind.
1: yeah, that yeah, what so, yeah, yeah no, that's what I'm saying. And we're and relying on those, those are the people that we want to fill up the ground and a try you know. before you buy almost. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But laughs> They're they the they not coming anyway, though. Yeah, yeah, you've you've got, got, you've it's got, not impossible you've to got, get a ticket for Goodison. Like, well, well, if you you get you got a 90, ticket. yeah, but what we're saying is that if 90% of season tickets or whatever, what is 34 35,000, to 37, isn't it? something like oh. that. It, you've just got to look at what Arsenal and Spurs did. You know, it's like any, if you're in any business, you've got to see what the business standard behaviour is. And it's very instructive and to look at what Arsenal and Tottenham's strategy was for when they moved to, to new ground, both in terms of the numbers of people who wanted to see them and how they manage that process in the final years of going from their old ground to the new ground and that involved artificially lowering the number of season tick holders to give as many people the opportunity to go because they're the people that you want to attract in your new ground and I feel that us by having 90% season tick holders with denying access to sea Evan of people that we all of a sudden in 2022 whenever we want them to go. I, but is
2: that not that if if Gaz's right in saying that, that those casual fans are being denied the opportunity at the minute, does that wait absence makes the
0: heart grow fonder almost? <laughs> well, I definitely can go now. I'm, i, I to go do it. I'd like to think if you're an Everton fan and the opportunity to go to the match comes up, then you, you, you're going to go regardless. Yeah. Like I, th- I think you, you re- you're referencing Arsenal and Spurs, but it comes back to what Phil mentioned before about the them being London clubs. Like it's. It is different for them like arsenal and Spurs could move into the they could have massive corporate sections and do all this with their stadiums like being situated where we are we can't really we can't really do the same things and it comes back to what dan was saying yesterday like we've got to tailor this to everton we yeah. can't be looking at uh, anyone anyone else in that sense and i think yeah i think maybe
1: Ever- everton is a different kettle of fish no, no, I get that, but the, the same principles apply, don't they? It's the same. same it apply at Man City, isn't it? Why have Man City not extended? They've, they've been talking about it for a couple of years now, haven't they? Did Man City, the, the, yeah, the yeah. So, club. so Man City, you know, best club in England, probably best club in Europe. Guardiola except it like that. Fifty-five. Their fan base is is effectively just a little bit bigger than ours. Cities. They, I think they've got, um, I think they've got forty thousand season ticket holders. 10,000 10, on the waiting list, so their, their figures are like 50,000 people against ours, 43 44,000. And the reason why they th- that's why you get empty seats, by the way, there were 6,000 empty seats at uh, the had when we played them in, in August. The reason why they've not extended to 61, even though they're like a fantastically successful club playing brilliant football, is their fan base is not big enough to justify 61 because they're not filling 55 at the moment and that's, that's that's the comparison that we you know if you're going to go outside on, that's the comparison that we need to look at with City if City with all that a bit going up to 60 and they've got a great finance deal haven't they as well so to, they've got a better finance deal than us because they inherited the ground why would we want to why would we want to construct one at 60 for and be bigger than a, a club that's comparable to us in fan base size but is playing absolutely fantastic football and they're a bit tettier even about having 55 at City Is this this
2: not a debate historically though maybe of of City's again I'm I'm just sort of playing devil's advocate Has City's relatively recent surge and form and success swelled their fan base more than where historically
1: Everton have got that fan base and always have and always will it's only gone up by about six or seven thousand in the last okay. since since he won the first title in two thousand twelve, because your fan base size is your fan base size, isn't it? There's not like sixty thousand people want to go to see Leicester because he won the title, is it? Because Leicester's fan base size is is that? Yeah. And I get on board by everybody wants six, you know, not everybody, but but we just have to take a step back and think, what what does take away that emotion from it is. I, well, I, I is that almost an
2: impossible? As much as it makes sense for you to say that, is that almost impossible to take any emotion
1: out of this? I think, I think it's impossible if you're the supporter, but if you're holding the purse strings with half a billion quid in your pockets, then yeah. you've got to take that away from you, haven't you? I don't yeah. know what you think, ads. No, 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 I, I completely yeah. agree, and I
0: think that's what Dan was alluding to with yeah. his tweet yesterday. He, he, he was just saying, "Look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at the what, what was it? MV quote? Yes, it it's,
2: was. Uh, let me have a
0: look. It was." We won't be limited by lack of ambition nor driven by envy. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think that that kind of alludes to taking like emotion completely yeah. out of it and just just yeah. being a being I'll, a professional I'll, about I'll, it, which is what it is at this point. I'll throw I'll throw in a couple more of Dan's
2: quotes because he was sent three or four tweets out and replied to a couple of people. Uh, I'm paraphrasing this one. Right-sized on this site. Now, obviously, that's a factor which we'll come on to yeah. the, the actual plot of land that Everton have secured. Uh, Dan also said, "If bigger was always better, more seats." always meant more revenue. Everyone would build a 100,000 plus. And then he also finished on one tweet that there are several complex factors. Um, so, And this feeds in, so how, how problematic therefore is the site in terms of capacity? And based on the results of the survey, of just under 10,000 Evertonians, I just want to stress, the most important factor that came back was ensuring that the new ground on the city's waterfront was a fortress. So how do we marry Fortress with the biggest capacity yeah. we can possibly have. How does how do those two things on a site that has restrictions? Yeah, steep stands obviously is is mm. you know would be the first thing that people would say. Yeah. But is that is that where the kind of the project is fighting with itself a little bit, mm. and the needs of of what we all want as supporters actually fighting with ourselves because we'd love to, the club to build the biggest stadium possible, the statement, the grandeur, all that mm. brilliant. But we also want to retain what gives us home advantage, what makes as has made Goodison Goodson, the yeah. difference, because that ultimately is really what matters, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do completely agree. I think there's got to be there's got to be some level of compromise when when it comes down to that. Like, I mean, we've talked we've talked about all these new stadiums, you know, like. West Ham's, mm. Arsenal's, Cities. Well, I mean, if there's one
2: not to do is like, it's obviously moving to an Olympic Stadium. Like yeah, West Ham, it, it, so. exactly. Yeah.
0: Like they're all they're all like bowl shaped. They're all yeah. fans quite far away from from the pitch, and like no, nobody, nobody <coughs> wants to see that. We all we all want like if we if we could just like pick up Bundesliga, basically <coughs> plonk it there, and just make it bigger. I think I think a lot of fans I think a lot of fans would probably do it, but we. Like, a compromise is hard it is hard to come by I, I personally think we should be like emphasising like that that atmosphere you know yeah. being close to the pitch those steep stands uh, it,
2: it's probably worth saying
0: sorry I did yeah. be
2: before you start that you know led to believe that any design that the club okay after fan consultation and everything has gone into the feedback into the process would have the ability to scale up because, because that would be totally mm-hmm. sensible, and I believe that that's what the club are working
1: on. That mm-hmm. place. yeah, yeah. I, I know. I think. I, I, I mean, yeah. since that's more, I'd said, I mean, there's a logical start up that man. Just look at the desire of Goodison. Yeah, and, and take you for there. That's mm-hmm. the starting well, point. Well, Dan loves Goodison. Yeah, yeah. We
0: keep saying we want to recreate yeah. so many aspects from Godson. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, I don't know why you'd want to. Uh, just look I, at I, was, I was surprised about the results. Like, one of the survey results about the shape of the stadium. I think that it was something around 60-odd percent yeah. preferred
2: a square in design rather than a bowl I'm 30. surprised it
0: was that low. I, I can't believe 40% of fans.
2: Does the description on paper of a square design conjure in the minds of people something that isn't modern? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mean yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like those like sort of like a stage in the middle of terraced Houses type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether, it, whereas
2: in fact it you know, it yeah. would be obviously of course ultra wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, no, going back to the points, I think. there's two things pointing in opposite directions here, isn't it? Size of the ground and the, the atmosphere. Um I, I agree with Adam on this, that like it asked to replicate Goodison and I see no reason why it's all just well just replicate Goodison then. In in, in a more in a more high tech sort of um, different way of construction, more high-tech, you know, different construction methods and stuff. And um, I, I, I think that that's really, really important. Most people I speak to, that's the one thing they want, isn't it? But even ahead of staging capacity and sort of all the, the other, you know, facilities, the one thing they want more than anything is like. Uh, a really intimidating, oh, big piece of an atmosphere, yeah. You know, and I think, that, that's, and probably, I think that's reflected that's, in the yeah, survey, yeah, that that's, 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 like, that's, yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. the priority ahead of any capacity issues or anything like that mm-hmm. for me. I think it's is getting that atmosphere, and right. that obviously
2: comes back to being able to fill it, yeah. Yeah, actually, is the, is the thorny issue, yeah, of, of
1: absolutely. The, of the time, isn't absolutely. It? Well, that's one of the, the logical arguments, isn't it? About, about don't necessarily overset yourselves, um. And that's one of the points I've raised in the past, so you can, is it, is it Sam Amherst, Bill Bauer, that like 53? Yeah, they like de-
2: they deliberately capped yeah. it because I remember I was at the um, Soccer, S- Soccer X conference in Manchester a couple of years ago and uh, I think it was the chief exec of Bill Bauer was on stage presenting this argument and saying look yeah we capped it at 52 or whatever yeah. it was because we wanted to retain... The atmosphere
1: um, It's inside, I mean there's another I don't want to get too accountancy like on this but I think one of the things we need to bear in mind about the stadium and, 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 and Robert, Robert Elston alluded to this last week didn't he I think is that you know clubs are no longer dependent on their, their source of match daily seats for their like general overall financial well-being I think if you have a look at the last 10 years at Evan, 10 years ago a third of our income came from like match day match day tickets with the rest obviously from Tally. in the last set of accounts that was less than 10% so if you think about so our gate receipts at the moment are probably I don't know 15-20 million a year but our income is like 200 million a year so so it, it, there's, there's, it doesn't necessarily follow that moving from 50 to 60 is going to make, make a massive financial difference but so, do yeah. we because we never know where the
2: next TV deal is going to go well, that's one of the do we, aspects. Have, do we have to as a football club ensure that we are maximising without pricing people out of football and yeah. all of the rest
1: of it maximising match day revenue because match day revenue will always be there fair, fair point I mean there's an argument to say as you see this this, the current rates for the domestic rates that actually that's probably peaked domestically but actually it's the overseas rates are the yes. big one isn't yeah. it um, so it's um, but that's what I'm saying is, is, like, you know, financially, in terms of going from 50 to 60, you've also got to realise actually, the, against the, you know the benefits of maybe potentially filling it, actually, there's like not a lot of difference in financially to sort of moving from 50 to 60 on, on matchday revenues, and and we've got to put that extra money against well, what about the the loss of atmosphere, the you know reputational damage and things like that if we don't fill it. And that you know, and, and it's, a, it's it's a two sided coin, isn't it? on that, that aspect for me. And this is what Dan was saying, wasn't it yesterday, to be fair to him, there's lot it's an enormously complex thing, this mm. this discussion, isn't it? Several complex. I could name ten off the top of my head to take into account in like the capacity of the ground. You know, size of fan base, cost, what you're gonna charge people, atmosphere as you say, you know. You know, that there's four after the, the start. Mm. You know, um, location. There's there's lots of, you know, so, so many different factors, and I think it's a real balancing act. And you know, as yeah. you say, some of those factors are not necessarily pointing in the same direction. Mm. So basically, what I'm saying is you can talk about this for five hours and still not still so well, well, The point is, yeah. there's going to be people disappointed. Yeah. Which, uh, whichever yes. way it goes, yeah. there
0: will be definitely yeah. people disappointed. So. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how yeah. they de- marry everything
1: together go on, go on. Yeah, no, I, I, if, it, if it were me if I was Evan I would sell it on the basis that moving ground from Goddard to a 50,000 seat stadium by, by the Banks of Mersey is a massive statement and you know, and is huge shows huge ambition mm.
2: is the difficulty though convincing people that that is, that is matching the level of ambition when we see Spurs, and we've seen Arsenal do it, and we see then, Yeah. whether people would argue rightly or wrongly, as Evertonians, we see Spurs and Arsenal as rivals. Now, Historic can, rivals, Yes, yeah, I and think. I know you can say, well, we're uh, not... No, I get that, I so, get that. So why wouldn't we? I think that's that's maybe at the nub of the issue, isn't it? Well, why but, wouldn't we do what they've done?
1: Because it's historically we are rivals, but here in 2018, we're yeah, not. I get that. not I get that's, that. that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we had this discussion this week, uh, a couple of weeks ago, about Sam's sort of woolly statement about Newcastle and West Ham, wasn't it? You know, it, it, it's. it's Put it this way Do Arsenal and Spurs see Everton as their rivals?
2: Probably not. No. I think we're being honest as it stands yeah, they, in the current know, climate. That's, no, that's probably not. I, I, mean, I think Arsenal maybe were concerned about Everton at the start of the season. Oh, yeah, there. yeah.
1: And Ben Martin, has that first season, he's very <laughs> concerned at the end yeah, of that yeah. campaign. But. You've got but a, then,
2: if you, if you fast track twelve months and go, Arsenal worried about us. Yeah, we've had a terrible season. Fingers crossed, touch with everything. We get back on track. Arsenal, yes, the points difference will show that they've the, yeah. the gap is widened, but they're probably going to have the same concerns. If haven't have a good summer, they're getting the right coach. If Sam goes, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and all of that and all yeah, of that. Yeah, business. yeah, I get that. So, are they? Are we rivals again?
1: Well. This goes back to what we were saying before about what's the type of football we're going to be playing before we move to a new stadium. We're not rivals at the moment, but we obviously have potential to be rivals. I mean, that's what people said when Machida came in, and that's what Machida wants, isn't it? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, as we're sitting here and having the discussion about staging capacities, are we? Are we? I would say not, and that's reflected in the size of the, the fan bases. But we, you know, you don't know. Did a couple of years time we may have sort of twenty, thirty thousand people on the season ticket list I mean I remember like in 83-4 because I'm that old we had 19,000 people Wow. you know home gate sort of like that doubled yeah you know the following year yeah because we had a successful team success is a yeah, issue, yeah you know yeah. what I mean so mm. it's 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 all very good me quoting stats and fan base size and stuff like that but a bit of success mm. You know, you may tackle other people in. You know. I I just
0: don't think, like we should get hung up on like stadium capacity, relating to the the size of the club or our ambitions Fervent. or or any anything like that. Yeah, if Arsenal want to build sixty, let them do it. Spurs want to let them do it. Like why? I I just don't see why that should necessarily fat fa- factor into Everton. I can understand why people would want to argue for to 60,000-seater stadium but
1: I don't think that should be the reason behind it. Yeah. Do you think maybe it's not explicit but the psychological thing is Liverpool's is 55?
2: Possibly yeah possibly it could be and you know it could it be. It could actually 60's more than Liverpool on, there's the footnote on the statement that the football club pinned to the lamppost yeah, on rec road yeah we have like, I just have this vision of like some sort of like
1: yeah arm yeah. streets between the two clubs as we go yeah. to 60 and I go to 65 and then we go up to 70 like, like being and, in an auction recently yeah result, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Spurs have to
0: be fair well of they course need, like, they keep announcing like little extra bits to the well, stadium because well, sp-
1: their new capacity is going to be yeah marginally very close I think Yeah well I think Spears was originally 55 wasn't mm. it and then they took it up to 60 mm. um, so yeah maybe that sort of plays into it I'm not certain but again what a complex uh, issue to discuss mm. Yeah. Um, just final part of the, the complex discussion if we may
2: is loosely termed fan engagement Everton have have gone on we've gone into a sort of uh, process of fan engagement started with a key principal survey and we will ratchet up Next month, with four, at least maybe there's room for more. that says subject to demand. Workshops with Dan Mice at Goodison in the Alex Young Suite. If you're in them, you you know, what would you want to get out of that workshop with Dan? Realistically, what 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 do you think as a supporter should expect from from those hour long sessions? Um. Do you think people are going to go in believing that they're going to come out with a figure?
1: I think, I think what I would want is something where there's a consistent tale being told by the club and Dan. Okay. Mm. I don't think, you know, we should never give the impression of us as a club, like where those two parties are thinking differently in, in public, so I'd like to see a consistent message mm. from from both parties. Cause, and um, that, that's what I'd want. Um, I'd like to see it being given as a
0: platform for fans to like share more views face to face. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the survey was a good, like a really good way to reach a wide range of fans, but like the, it was limited in a sense by the questions that were being asked. Yeah, of course, like, it could be
2: too specific. Could they? Yeah. I, think exactly. 50, I think it was fifty questions on exactly. The,
0: on the with, like with it, with Dan being the like their it it'll be a good it'll be a good chance for fans to just share share what kind of thoughts that they've got going into the Lakers rather than just us like sitting around the table or going on Twitter and debating debating it ourselves like let's let's have some like at least at least some level of answer from yeah. the man who's actually behind it.
2: So a second point, and must stress at this point, the club the design of the stadium obviously is a complete ongoing process and this is why the club are doing this fan feedback because it will influence a yeah. lot of things but do you think fans have to see uh, concept images at the workshop this is what, Dan this is, this is what in Dan this is in Dan's mind and this is what is in the club's mind but look things are, are definitely not set in stone and this is why we're doing it because we want you to have your say and it will shape and you
1: know, to insist on that, isn't it? Is that um, is that, is that
2: a, something the club should do, or do, the, we, do it, we do the club withhold any images because you, you know it's yeah. such I a, think, I think it's they, such they, a big thing seeing something yeah. on paper. Well,
0: if they did if they did release a concept image, like the, I think the only way it would go well is if it was quite close to like the final package at the end of it. Mm. Like if they release a concept image and then like. Obviously, the fans have their say, and there's like some big like flaws in the system, and then we change the whole thing, like based on that. Like is, it, is is it is it looking like Dan's just accommodated the fans rather than like this? This needs to be. I think I think we can only see something
1: when we know that's going to be. Yeah, it. I think that was a good point. By that Dan's accommodating the fans, who's building this is it's wishes. Does you know so whose wishes on the design? Does 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 the stadium have to reflect? Is it Dan's? Is it is it the, the clubs? Is it the spectators? there's going to be a manager. I'll I'll very, very, the very, like, the you know, theory
2: therefore would be yeah. the club will listen to the fans. The fans' feedback to the club. The club therefore feedback everything to Dan. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the theory on the but, flowchart. But yeah, yeah, but if
1: that's not viable because of cost, because of like he said about the location, hasn't he? At some point, there's going to have to be a bit of compromise here, isn't and it? You, like, that's, yeah, and, and that's the danger. Isn't that? that's when you get friction, isn't it? it? I think yeah. it'll be a good platform to him to fully yeah.
0: for, for, to fully explain like the the things that he was saying on Twitter yesterday. Look, this is why this is why this comes into play. This is why this comes into play. Right. Like he's a like at the end of the day, we've hired it. we've hired him to do this because he's a professional. Like he thirty years of experience. He exactly, so, uh, he, he, he he does this for a living, so he he can then explain. Why, why he's doing what he's doing here's one for you how much
2: do we look at his other project that's on the go at the minute Roma's new ground I think they're doing
0: 52 aren't they I, 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 again I, I would say we can't we can't be looking at what right. other clubs yeah. are doing yeah. whether it's the same architect or not like, I don't want I don't want him to just be bringing over loads of ideas just because like, they may or may not have worked for Roma like, mm. uh, it, this has got to be an Everton focused yeah. idea for Fair me that point totally right. agree. Yeah.
2: Excellent. I'm sure we could spend more than the forty odd minutes. We've probably spent a brain heads. <laughs> spare a spare a thought for Dan Mycentre. I'm sure his will, will continue to hurt somewhat more in the, in the coming months and, uh, and and years. So, thank you very much for listening. It's a really thorny issue, a heavy debate, as Dan said, and, and an emotive issue. And you know, it's it's the issue of a generation, isn't it? And so, yeah. rightly, there are strong opinions on all sides. And and um, you know, it's it's it's. But it's great that. De- Evertonians are debating this all across all platforms yeah. and it's healthy and it's good and you know there will be a decision at some point and we will uh, we will get behind it if, if we feel it's the right thing and uh, let's just see but the next step of course is the workshops next month with Dan and we're really looking forward to them and seeing what comes out of them but we will be back around the podcast table to talk about that no doubt at the time and uh, of course preview the return to football next week with Manchester City the visitors to Goodison so thank you very much for tuning in so, the latest edition of the Royal Blue Podcast in association with Sport Pacer.